Welcome to Artist Avenue. I am your host, Evan Goldstein, and this week I get to sit down with Fernando Ruiz, fantastic artist known best for his work in Archie Comics. In this episode, we delve a little bit deeper into the world of Archie and what really makes that character so popular. So please, sit back and enjoy. Well, you know what, it really, it's not, it's not that weird. I mean, come on now, look at this, I understand. Ah. <laughs> Alright, so, standardly when... I start, I, it's, the conversation rolls, and I, tr I really want to get as much of the overall information that, you know, your backstory. Mm -hmm. So, like, when did you start drawing? Seriously, when did you start drawing? Oh. <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I was always drawing. Okay. Even as a little kid. I mean, I always loved cartoons and comics. Okay. Uh, you know, I probably started with uh, Mickey Mouse and uh, Disney from there, like Peanuts, you know, I don't know if... Okay, so the, 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 the classic, like the staples of true cartoons, not the, the, the longer cartoons went on, they geared themselves straight up to children, mm -hmm. and, you know, the Peanuts, even Peanuts have backstories or deeper meanings to it, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and, and I may not have been catching those back then, you know? <laughs> But, right over the old head, gotcha. Yeah, but you know, it had Snoopy in it, and he was funny, and I and I loved it. That's great. Know? That's great. Whereabouts did you like? Did you grow up? New Jersey. Nice. The entire time. The yeah, the entire time. <laughs> Bergen County, New Jersey. Okay, not in no, New Jersey. Nice, nice, nice. So, what actually made you like pursue it, like the comic book form? Like, there's there's a number of different art styles to go into. You can do you know classical painting and teach straight out at schools. What made you? get to this point because like I, I say it all the time there's finite amount of jobs in this industry <laughs> yes, yes yes there is yes <laughs> um you know it, it as a kid i, I love to draw mm -hmm. but i also like to make stuff up and create and, okay. and write okay um and comics like i say in in my classes it's the perfect fusion okay. of writing and drawing and visuals right right, right. um so, I mean, to me, as a kid, I was making my own comics, you know, on notebook paper and stapling them together and, <laughs> uh, you know, just having a ball. That's, 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 that's fantastic because making it up for yourself, mm -hmm. it shows that it's a joy, a pleasure. Oh, and yeah. then it, it totally being was. able to transfer that into money-making scheme, if you <laughs> <laughs> you, you would. You would love those, too, the, those homemade ones because I... Most of them were just thinly disguised versions of characters I already liked. You know? One of the ones I ripped off was Moon Knight. Nice, so nice. I, I had I cleverly called the Silver Phantom. Ooh, sounds mystical. Yeah, yeah. Dark and mysterious. I like that. Oh, I like that. Yeah. You, you let me know when that comes out. <laughs> Marvel's lawyers. They visited Field my ten-year-old self and they said no. Silver Don't Phantom even think is not about it. <laughs> All right, so. You have a you have the the drive the love for it as a child, which yeah. is a great place to start. When you were going through the high school years and and, and the college years, where at that point in time, it's why why look at those funny books? <laughs> what what are you gonna do with that? What did you still have? You know that I start in, in high school. I'm still reading. I'm 
stubbornly hanging in there with the comics. Um, and, you know, I was in high school during the 80s, which was a great period for comics. You know, a lot of great stuff happened. Um, all of the stuff happened. Oh, um, you know, when I went when I went off to college, and I went to a regular college okay. first, Caldwell College here okay. in Caldwell, New Jersey, um, I knew I wanted to do something with art. Okay. I wanted to do something professionally with art. I still loved comics, and to me that seemed like nobody can really make a living doing it. <laughs> you know, it seemed like a crazy idea. Well, that's, that's what shoves out of your throat, that that is a crazy yeah, idea exactly. for a very long time. Exactly. Right? And even though, you know, uh, like my parents were always totally supportive. Okay. Know. Well, that's good. Yeah. I don't know if I would be. <laughs> well, you if, have a, if you I have a different that, perspective yeah, now. <laughs> now seeing it, I, I, I might have said, you know, go into Man, medicine or something. Get yourself a good, you know, train. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, my, my mother was always, oh, you're going to be Walt Disney. You know, she had no... Wow, no, that's oh, a very high bar to live she, up to. <laughs> she had no doubt. <laughs> she had no doubts at all. Nice. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good cheerleader. Now. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, I went to, I went to college, uh, and I knew I wanted to do something in art. Okay. And while I was in college, I, I was taking a lot of fine arts. Okay. And I actually painted a lot in college, and I was entertaining the idea of, being like a fine artist, a okay. gallery artist, and painting landscapes, oils, okay. um, is what I, I love to do. But I still love comics. Um, Your dirty little secret. Oh, yeah. That was, that was always there. The box underneath the bed. My true love. Um, and, you know, when I was wrapping up things in, in college, I had to decide, you know, what do I want to do now? You know, and, You're grown up. It's time to decide. Yeah, but I can't hide in college anymore. Then it, it, I realized, well... Being a gallery artist is even crazier, right? Than being, yeah. I mean, that's. that's, that's well, I mean, a gallery artists or fine artists can produce and produce and produce and produce, I, yeah. but it's a shot in the dark to tell. Totally, totally. Like it's that's you know. At you see it in the movies when that really <laughs> suave debonair guy walks into the building. He's like, I want one of every. Oh. Like that hardly ever happens, from my understanding. Where do you get those suave? <laughs> Where do they hang out? All right. So when when you were. When you were in college, you were still with the mindset of producing art. Did the the, the notion of you know taking your education and, and teaching it ever come up to you? No. Okay. Teaching, doing that a, a, as professionally, no. Okay. Um, my mother was a teacher. Oh, okay. And she she was an elementary. She school told you teacher. not to. <laughs> no, no. Actually, she always she did want me to teach. Beat Walt Disney and teach. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just throw that on the back burner. It's fine. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, I used to see her and, and teaching public school, elementary level. Okay, that's, yeah. that's a tough job. Yeah, that's and a she thankless. In Newark, New Jersey, uh, even, even places. Thankless, sir. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I used to see her do that, and I used to say, I don't want to do that. <laughs> this uh, is a horrible idea, Bob. <laughs> and my father was a longshoreman in, in Elizabeth, New okay. Jersey. And I, I used not, for, to, not for nothing. I didn't think that was real. <laughs> is, I thought that was a movie job. No, okay. All no. right. <laughs> and I used to see him do his thing, and I used to say, "I really don't want to do that." All right. So at least you had what you didn't want to do. Oh yeah. Got it. <laughs> oh yeah. So so I forced myself to learn how to draw. <laughs> uh, you will be good. I don't want to go on the docks with my father. Um, Take your kid to worst day was the worst for you. <laughs> oh, I, 
I went out on that those docks with them once, <laughs> and that was enough. I, I said, I don't want, I don't ever want to do this. It's like my father works in hell. <laughs> You're sharpening your pencil the entire time. I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta work on my career, Dad. Sorry. <laughs> Five minutes of that, I came to the conclusion I don't want to do it. <laughs> That's not for you. Got it. Got it. Um, All right. So you you now head on into. I'm doing this. Is I'm gonna make art. Yeah. Uh. You know, college was wrapping up. I still love comics. Okay. You know, and I decided. You know. I really want to give that a shot. I still wanted to give that a shot, but as much as I learned in college, I learned fine arts, I learned how to draw, and I, I loved all that. I always look back on my college years very fondly, and in many ways, probably the most creative period of my life. Okay. Just because, I mean, it was, it was all about that. Right, you know? and your all of your new experiences happen in that time frame. Yeah. Like, like you're, you're, the, the new things in, when you're younger... You're still hard to comprehend them. That it is what it is. That's true. It's when you you start becoming cognizant of your life. Yeah. That yeah. you start appreciating those you new start experiences. Start getting more mature. It may not be a new experience, but it's it's hitting you in a different way. Right. So, you're aware of it. Right. Absolutely. So okay. But as much as I was learning, I I still needed to know like technically to produce comics. Okay. Like inking a page, getting a page ready to be reproduced and copied. Okay. All of that, I, I still didn't know about that stuff. Okay. So the skeletal system of the, the, the like you had the the meat, which is the creativity and the actual skill to I could draw, draw. but I didn't know how to draw for the comics. Okay, you know I needed that technical knowledge. Okay, best place in the world for that is uh, <laughs> right here, the Kubert School. And how did you come across QB? Like what what brought you here? Because there are a couple of different comic art schools. I mean, outside of the fact that it's probably like. 15 to 30 minutes from where you live well, you know that that was just that was just good luck I mean, okay. I, I, honestly you know i always saw the their ads in the comics and i always thought you know that that's interesting but i never thought of it seriously you gotcha. know i was actually thinking of this this weekend because i saw this guy at the show we okay. were at this right, right. weekend but when i was in college there was a comic shop close to the school that i used to me and a you know my other comic-loving friends we would go to. <laughs> the two of you. Our, the two of us. <laughs> Hats, <laughs> coats up, the, the pulled up to your chin. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so me and him, we would go to, the, to this this shop, um, and I was talking to the manager of the shop, and uh, I was telling him, you know, yeah, I draw, and I kind of like to draw comics, too, professionally. And he said, well, you should go to the Kubert School. Nice. I, was, I thought, hmm, that place... That was uh, Paul Kubert, the distant, <laughs> distant cousin of the Joe. Other um, so he uh, actually, right on the heels of that conversation, he calls the school and he has them send an application to my house. Wow. So I, I filled that out, and the September after I graduated from college, I went, I came here to the Kubert School. And how, and let's put a, a date stamp on that. How long ago was that? That was, I graduated college in May of 91, and okay. I started here in uh, in uh, September of 91. Oh, okay, really right on the heels of graduation. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I came right here. And that bit of information will come into part later because you'll, you're still here. I am which, still here. Which we'll get into in a second. <laughs> so, now... So far, I within these interviews, it's all been QB-influenced people. And I've gotten the student perspective, the younger teacher-student perspective, a little closer to the graduation point. Mm -hmm. When you look at how it is then mm -hmm. and now, as, as uh, from the perspective of being a student, are you getting the same education? Uh, for the most part, yeah. You know, okay. it's always going to vary because teachers come and go and of course 
te- technologically. Oh well, yeah, the outside, has changed. outside. Of, yeah. I mean, like, but from my from what I gather from the school, the the basis of is having the overall knowledge of all of it. Yeah. So yeah. that it, you're not just you know worried about car- caricatures or this or that specifically. It's encompassing everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, largely it's comic book school. Right. But in the greater scheme of things, it's commercial art school. Okay. Okay. And much to our hardcore students who are total comic fans, <laughs> we do prepare you not just to draw Batman, right. but to draw everything. Right, and um, and and the reason I ask that is because you get you had a, a fine arts education from you know a learning school like a, a, a I don't even know like a, a standard not a based right, on yeah, yeah. it's it's not I can't say it's a tr- like this is closer to a trade school it is it's a vocational than a, a vocational school. school then and all of the the information is is pretty much the same it's it's the this could be very easily a fine arts school where you're learning all about the history and 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 what what it takes to make it happen. That's primarily the same thing, except they seem to care about it more here. The, the commercial aspect of it mm-hmm. uh, makes all the difference in the world. Gotcha. You know, that's that's the crucial part of it. Because fine arts, you're doing it for yourself. Okay. You know, you're doing what pleases you, what pleases your aesthetics. Okay. When, we, when we're talking commercial art, you know, I hate to make it sound so mercenary, but it is a, a service. It's, yeah, you're making you're making art to sell it. To sell it, we're doing it for a client, a customer. Okay. So it, it's a totally different mindset. It's a totally different like thought process. Gotcha. So you, you you have to be able to give the client what he wants. It's not you know producing yellow flowers because you like yellow flowers. I mean, I would hope at some point in time you get a job that you enjoy producing oh. said art <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean well you know different jobs are going to have different levels of you know parameters okay you know? so there's there's going to be jobs out there where the client will say you know yeah go, go hey go draw me yellow flowers yeah go, go look crazy or in, enjoy yourself you know mm-hmm. but um you know in the end at the end of each job whatever you're doing has to please that client and he's got to be willing yeah. to pay you for it absolutely okay so <laughs> You, come, you, you get out of college, mm-hmm. you come to Hubert. Mm-hmm. How was how was that experience for you? Did you find it difficult? I mean, coming out of the fine arts side of it? Well, it, it wasn't just like the material. Okay. You know, it, it's this school is structured very differently from just about any school that I've seen. Okay. Um, because here, you know, college, you go to college, you can make your own schedule, and mm-hmm. you can have, uh, you know, you can have two classes, one day and then you go home right um or you could have a day that there's no classes whatsoever right right, but right. here you know you're you're in the one classroom from 8 30 in the morning to 2 30 in the afternoon okay you know? so that that transition let's i don't want to make this a giant commercial for cube right sure. <laughs> that transition for you from the flexibility mm-hmm. in air quotes of college right to the rigidness of right this how was that for you seeing that you're supposed to still be in that creative mindset well you know i I was totally open to it i knew it was going to be different and uh you know i just jumped in you know i just said serve it up to me you know i'll I'll do whatever you want yeah i i was always a roll with the punches kind of guy so well it's the easiest (laughs) way to do it fighting against the wall never Uh, works (laughs) take it as it comes (laughs) all right so it was it was a, a three year program 
as, three years. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if that changed or not. All right, so we make it through our three years unscathed. Made it through, <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of work. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that seems to be the the uniform yeah. answer. There's a, there's four years plus worth of work Absolutely. here in three years. So. Absolutely. What's what what happens? What what comes out of you coming and graduating? Through those three years, again, my goal was always I want to work in art and on a much tighter bullseye, I'd like to work in comics. Okay. And, you know, we get, we get a lot of students and they just want to work on Batman. <laughs> okay. Know, they get that That's narrow. That's interesting. <laughs> they get not that narrow with their with uh, their, their goal. No one else. No one just else. Just Batman. Just Batman. Not even Bruce Wayne. No. Just Batman. <laughs> a lot of blank pages with only Batman figures <laughs> But, I, you know, I, I just wanted to work in comics. And okay. I didn't care if it was, uh, you know, Batman, if it was Blondie, if it was Heathcliff. You know, I didn't care. I I maybe a little be, bit about Heathcliff, but come on. I will take Heathcliff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just wanted to be in the comic business. Okay. Um, and beyond that, you know, as a broader plan, B, anything having to do with art. Okay. You know, again, anything to keep me off of the loading docks with my father. <sighs> Um, the longshoreman <laughs> of it. Oh, oh so, you know, we would get again not to be a commercial for the school, but <laughs> I mean, we, it is a good school. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean. part of you know, it's part of the experience. We we had a lot of different teachers, and they all had all different backgrounds. You know, we had cartoonists uh, from newspaper comic strips. Right, right, right. We had guys who drew the superhero stuff, of course. Mm -hmm. We had Joe. Right. Um, and we had guys who drew like uh, like humor books, like Archie. Archie. Okay. Um, and you know, again, like the, we get the the Batman fans among the students, and they get something like an Archie assignment, and right away they're like, ah, you know, they check out of it. Right. You know, like, oh, I don't. Well, and, and in turn, it's a shame because you can you can learn a lot from Archie. They have been doing something right for you know a couple of years now, <laughs> and they have jobs. You know? <laughs> they they hire. There you go. Okay, that's um, another way to look at it. But again, you know, I, I, I was interested in being as versatile as possible because I just wanted a job. Okay. You know, so when the Archie assignment came along, I did it. You did know, it with I, the same I zeal and gusto as Jumped in whole Batman. hog and I, I did my, my best for it. My, my Archie teacher was an Archie artist himself, High Eisman. Okay. Who uh, is still teaching at the school. He's been with the school since its first day. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. He's doors been, open, hot. Before here. the doors open, he 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 will tell you he was here before there was a school. <laughs> uh, but you know, the school's gonna be here forty years next year. Wow. He's been there for every day of that forty. Wow. Um, That's just not only dedication, but a, a real love. Oh yeah. For, oh. You, like uh, I mean, th there's there's two types of people out in the world: those that give knowledge and those that take knowledge. Which the takers keep it for themselves I, I it's like almost like a job security type of mindset yeah. and then there are those that'll take information and freely give it out and to do that for 40 years oh that's that's, that's definitely amazing. high that's and and the great thing about him is he's had one of those careers we all dream of having you know he's been in this business since the golden age right. I mean, hi god bless him he's gonna be 85 years old i believe wow. still here nice and he's, he's still here and you know he, he, his his career has been like seventy years. Right, and he's right. been through the golden age of comics, mm -hmm. the silver age of comics, and he's you know he's done Archie, he's the nineties, <laughs> um, and he he currently still draws. He draws Popeye and the Captain right. Jammer kids for the newspapers. 
so you know he gave us a he gave me my my first Archie assignment in class okay. and I you know I drew it and um, he looked at it and he said uh, this is pretty good you should show it to Archie when they come to the school okay and I was like oh great that's good um, and that you know that <laughs> that tickled you that got you going okay yeah you know and that's another great thing about the school is they do bring all the different companies right there. they try to make some sort of connection with you and them. Right, so that's, right. that's also beneficial. So our, Archie came to the school, uh, and it was Victor Gorelick, the okay. legendary editor-in-chief of Archie Comics, who's been with Archie since 1958. And he came with Dan DiCarlo, who okay. was like the legendary artist of Archie. Yes. Drew Archie for like 50 years. Yes. The, um, the image, when you say Archie, the image that you get in your head oh is yeah. from him. So. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So the two of them came and they looked at my work and Victor said, yeah, I think you're ready for a story. So I said, wow, great. So I, 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 that was the week before I graduated. So I graduated and the very next week I went up to the Archie offices for the first time and I got my first story. Nice. And uh, they've been giving me work steadily ever since. <laughs> so. To go back to the timeline, that was 1994. Okay. So I've been drawing for Archie steadily for 21 years now. That's that's phenomenal. Oh, that's it. I'm really, grateful is. for every second of that. <laughs> believe I mean, there's very, very, very few people in a in a in a, in a world that is so small <laughs> that could say they've worked on this on, uh, consistently on the same set of characters for 20 plus years. Well, you know, it's tell my students now. Like, it's it's tough to break into the business, mm -hmm. and then when you break in, it's as tough to stay, stay. in. Right. You know yeah. that second job can be as tough as that first job. Right. And um, especially so I've been with, lucky. The, with the flux of how things oh, yeah. change. Absolutely. I mean, if it, like if you look like a character, let's Batman. You go from nineteen sixties <laughs> to the guy that you can hardly understand in the movies now. This 40, 50 different iterations of the yeah. same yeah. guy. And, and even the ups and downs of, 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 the, of the business. Because any, well, any industry is over 21 yeah. years is right. going to have its peaks and its valleys. Absolutely, absolutely. It's early comics. <laughs> there was a real valley there. <laughs> real low. Yeah. Um, okay, so you got in with Archie. Mm -hmm. You've been there for 21 years. 21. We'll touch on the fact that you brought to my attention one of my... I, I, I've looked at Archie for as long as I've been reading comic books. Archie's always been there. And I look at it and I take and I take note of what is happening. And you brought to my attention the fact that Archie did go up against the Predator. To keep it into the modern age, I had the privilege of attending the Toronto Con with you and, and Anthony and, and uh, Mr. Parent. And you guys had a up and walk away to go to a panel. Mm -hmm. Or it was an art off or something. So I was trying to man those three tables as best as I could, and a young kid came up to the table and, at, at, first off, pleasantly stunned at how many children go, ooh, Archie. Oh, yeah. Still one of the most recognizable characters Absolutely. on the planet. But what even, it, I'm going to be honest, it upset me a little bit because the young, the young man, I'd say about 10, maybe 11, pointed, he had a print up there of Archie, shirtless with the Predator, the background right and he's got the three-point 
triangle on his chest. Right. And the kid goes, ooh, Archie. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's Archie versus Predator. And the kid goes, why does he have the, the three dots on his chest? Uh. And I said, well, that's how the Predator aims before he shoots you. And he goes, who's the Predator? Oh. I got really upset with the kid. Oh. <laughs> so you, your, 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 your art in a culture that is inundated with violence and, and, and horror and graphic images, that kid knew Archie before he knew Predator, which is honestly a feat in all, all in itself. To, to the, the lifespan of Archie, I've seen him, um, I think there was a run with Kiss. Yeah. For a short period yep. of time. Archie, <laughs> Kiss. But you know, that that's kind of the natural way of things. Because even going, well, like when I read comics as a kid, mm-hmm. you know, I started with like Richie Rich. Okay. And the uh, Disney. Trick. Yeah. Got so much money. <laughs> I, I wanted to be him. Um, Richie Rich, uh, the, the Harvey books, you know, Casper, mm-hmm. hot stuff. Right, right. Uh, and then from there I went to Archie. From Archie, I moved on to the superheroes. Okay. So there's that. So you had your own progression. See, unfortunately, for the way I was introduced, I was introduced to comics from a person who had been delved into comics for a very long time. So okay. he, my father, brought me into what was happening right at that time. Ah, so it okay. was superheroes. Like that was the big thing. Like the, you know, seeing the Super Friends on television and stuff like that. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, Archie doesn't have that. It didn't have the mass push from behind it for television and movies and stuff like. They, they have from. I mean, they've had um, their own cartoon series from time to time. Okay. Um, that's where the, the song "Sugar Sugar" comes from. Are you sh- you are you shitting me? No. Really? Sugar Sugar. That's by the Archies. That was from the. That would. <laughs> you, I would sing it, but I don't want to hurt anybody. I, it's playing in my head though. That, I did not know that. That was the number one song of 1969. And you, you want me to blow your mind a Go little for bit? It, yes. That was the number one song in the U.S. on October 7, 1969. Okay. When I was born. Oh. It's got to mean something, right? There it is. We figured it out. That's, that's the bat flying through Bruce Wayne's window. Sugar, sugar is your bat to Bruce Wayne. Yes. Got it. That was that's, the omen. That's amazing. Like, see, and I didn't, my first experience with Archie is sitting in a shopping cart with my mother, going through supermarket checkout, trying to reach for the candies, but the digests are there. Yeah, that's... I mean, I, it, it was impulse buy. Yeah, absolutely. I never, ever saw Batman or Superman in that, that area. It was always crossword puzzles, find a word, and Archie. That's why those digests do great. Still, and to this day. To this day, those digests get numbers that Batman would envy. And I'm not, uh, that, without exaggeration. Really? Absolutely. That's, and it's because we're in a market, in, in places, that superhero comics have abandoned. Wow. I did, that's amazing. Yeah. They, re, they retreated or you know, helped out of the newsstand market, you know, that, right. that's the supermarkets mm-hmm. and drugstores. Um, yeah, there's not a spinner rack to be found anywhere. No, no. So they they chosen to retreat to the comic shops, to the direct market. Mm-hmm. Archie is still in those. Uh, and still getting up. Yeah, and, yeah. S- and getting what I think all comics need, that impulse buy. Right. That kid to see that and want to read that. Again, standardly if a kid grabs it and breaks it, the mom still has to buy it, so there's always that as well. Yeah. But I, I you know, when, when I got working at a comic shop, you don't see because of what my interests were working at the store you know we're selling Batman we're selling 
to just about everybody. And then when a parent comes in looking for a kid, they end up going to the the, the, the all ages section, right. which is the Archies, the, the Sonics, the the, the, the video game based, the, the, the lack of a better phrase, the kids books. Right. Okay. Which Archie is in there, mm-hmm. but in the same instance, Archie's meeting Kiss. And Kiss <laughs> isn't meant for children. <laughs> Well, like, I don't understand how that, that, that line got blurred. Well, nowadays... Not that it's a bad thing. No, yeah. no, no. Oh, believe me. Meeting Kiss has brought in a lot of other fans. Mm-hmm. You know, we have had so many adult Kiss fans <laughs> coming to me asking about Archie because of this. Now, when it comes to something like Archie and Predator, mm-hmm. they are two ends of the spectrum. Yeah. The wholesome young man who's kind of a playboy. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> And then a murder, death, kill character. <laughs> yeah, isn't isn't there some sort of worry about losing kids? Because some of those, well, some of those images, oh, mind yeah. you, when I, I reviewed that book, <laughs> they tickled me. Those images of, of the the drop blood dripping out of the the, <laughs> the tree, like I I was like, yes, that's what I wanted to see in this book. That's geared towards me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, and it is. It is. It's it's geared towards the per- the person who remembers Archie, you know, maybe they still read it, maybe they don't, but they, they know what Archie's about. Mm-hmm. And really, you read that story, especially that first issue, and it's a total Archie book, except they're all being hunted to death by the Predator, you know? <laughs> and then you get to that one page where you've got two dead kids hanging from the tree. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't expect it. I was pleasantly surprised to see it. Oh, that that that's blown everybody's mind. That. One of the most gratifying things about that experience is I'd be drawing these pages and I'd have these pages with me in the classroom and I show them to my students. And um, Which is something we will need to talk about, but continue. You know, they're, they're following the story. I mean, they're all interested in seeing how this fusion works. <laughs> I mean, because it's in reality, oh, if you think about it, Archie is no Schwarzenegger. No. I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> he, he holds his own. And then they get to some of these scenes, like, you know, the, the two dead kids right, hanging right. from the trees, and, you know, the Tate getting his head blown off. And they, they literally scream in the classroom. <laughs> the gasp. When you get the audible gasp, they did, that's a win. <laughs> totally out loud screamed. And, and that was great. That was really so one that's of the most gratifying. It is. It is. Awesome. And that's one of the most gratifying things about this experience. That's fantastic. I mean, it is also a nice melding of generational information. Archie is yeah. from, you know, the yesterday. That, yeah. That's that wholesomeness unfortunately really doesn't exist in in, in in a modern kid's life right now. The the, the wholesomeness of it's not really it family wise has ch- the, the the theory or the, the, the idea of family has changed from the Archie style where, hey you got a you got a, a buddy who likes to eat cheeseburgers <laughs> all the time, but he's the lovable goof. The goodness that Archie exudes because of his character, that doesn't show up Anywhere else? Well, I even even the most good characters or the guy the guys that we have forever looked up to the Supermans, the whatever. There's a laundry list of characters that that societally they're being taken on a darker path. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think in Archie's case, the execution may change, but the the core of the premise is still there. And and that's my that's my point is that that core has been there yeah. forever. And, and you know, at, at conventions, we always get the we always get the question when we do panels, like, because Archie next year, in 2016, is going to be 75 years, that character. 
and you know people always ask how does he survive that you know how did how right. did this character hang around through this and honestly it's the strength of that formula of the of the characters of the the nice guy with the goofy friend and the the jerk rival and the two pretty girls that that are the triangle fight yeah the triangle <laughs> i mean that's it's not only it, it's such a great formula that we've seen this get ripped off over and right. over whether it's saved by the bell uh, high school musical oh my god um, that just blew my mind <laughs> the, the starship troopers movie okay it's, they're there Okay. Johnny Rico and Dizzy and, and Carmen. All right, yes, it's, it's I see the it. Archie formula. Wow. Um, so that that concept just gets done because people like it. Yeah. You know, people respond it's, it's, to it. A, they a, understand it. A familiar it. situation. Okay. So that's that's why Archie because Archie's Archie's Archie will be Archie. Adds the mold, you know. Yes, they created that mold. Okay. All right. So you get graduated from Cubert. Yep. You get into Archie. You get into Archie. At what point in time? Because currently. You are a teacher at Cubert. I've been a teacher here for twenty years. So you 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 left the school mm -hmm. to go to Archie to yep. come back to the school to continue instilling that information. Yeah, I was um, I was working for Archie full time, making my living, right. drawing stories, mostly digest stories, for about a year, and then. Um, the great old wise sensei Mike Chen from here from here at the Cubert School, who uh, you know he, he practically runs the place and he lines up the teachers and uh, okay. and uh, you know makes the the, the uh, schedule and everything. He asked me to come and take over the the Saturday class to teach the Saturday class, which we have a Saturday class for for younger students okay. about age ten or so. Okay, so I. Um, you know, it was a Saturday morning class. I wasn't doing anything Saturday morning, so it's money. So well, I said, good. sure. Uh, so I started teaching that in uh, August of 95. And then um, a year after that, in, se in September of 96, I was asked to join the faculty full-time. And so I started teaching okay. the, the regular classes. What were you, out of curiosity, what were you actually Teach, what was like the course for the the younger students the the, the Saturday course was that just an overall or was it, it, it was a it was a Saturday morning cartooning class okay uh, so I kind of you know I, I kind of mixed it up okay because you had kids taking the class over and over so I kind of mixed it up okay so it, it, it's kids getting together to, to draw to draw okay yeah that's fantastic and then when you came to school as the faculty full-time mm -hmm. what were you teaching the uh, first courses that I taught was narrative art okay. to the first year students. Which is probably an experience for new students because there's a very big difference between art and narrative oh, art. Oh yeah, now we get into drawing with a purpose. As you opposed know? to just drawing because you want to. Just, just drawing those flowers. <laughs> the yellow that we flowers that we were talking about. Yeah, right exactly. <laughs> you know, ma making your drawing like understood. Okay. Telling, telling a, a story, giving information with your art. Okay. Um, and the other the other course that I was teaching was basic drawing. Okay. Which is basic drawing. Basic drawing. <laughs> drawing, basically. Okay, and you've been doing that since 96. 96, yep. Interesting. So when it comes to consistency, you got it pretty much down pat. You, you did the school, mm -hmm. graduated. Yep. Did school, graduated, <laughs> got the job, 
could could kept the job, got another job, kept the job again. <laughs> I'm seeing a trend here. I'm not, you know, I don't want to. I'm very complacent. <laughs> <laughs> no, is that you found what you wanted to do. Your 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 main goal, when, from what you've told me, the very beginning, you wanted to be in comics. Yeah, that was your goal. You wanted to draw. You wanted to be in comics, and not for nothing, you're doing that. You're doing that to the umpteenth, because not only are you actually doing it and getting published through Archie, you're you're doing that and helping those other kids that may have that dream that you had or that idea in their head that I just want to be in comics. I want to draw, or even if they just want to draw Batman over and over again, you're instilling, you're you're passing along that knowledge so that they can do it again. Yeah, um, and honestly, you know, not, not to... Go ahead, toot your own horn, it's fine. No, 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 no I don't want to get too too lofty about it, but I, I honestly think in this business, art in, in, in itself is a very specific field. Okay. And when we get into comic book art, we get into an even narrower Ooh, yeah. area specificity. <laughs> um, it, it's hard to come across that information. And, and certainly today with YouTube and, and the Internet... It's a lot easier than, mm-hmm. than it was when I was a kid. Um, but it's still, I mean, I, th- I think your teachers become important. Absolutely. Um, There's a big difference between learning what to do in a video and then someone telling you what you're doing wrong. Yeah, exactly. Okay? Because you can watch the same video over and over and over again, but the dude or the gal doing that video has enough knowledge and has enough experience to make said video. If you're going in blind... You know, it's the, 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 the what you should, here, this is how you draw, what, Ertle the turtle, the, the turtle in the back of the, the, the magazines, right. you draw the circle, you draw the triangle, that's someone else's easily described interpretation of how to draw that. That may not work for me, that may not work for Sally, it's, it's how a, a teacher's job is to take the knowledge that they have in their head and make it so that someone else has that same knowledge. Right. Yeah. Okay? Just because you got it in one way, doesn't mean they're gonna, and finding that way to pass along the information that's and that, yeah and that's why you need that personal touch from, absolutely from it so the, to me you know i think i, I think we, we almost owe it to the business you know to sort of pass along well, you know and i'm not saying everyone needs to run out and join a faculty but even if you you know you're coaching your art assistant or you you get pointers at a con you know mm-hmm. whatever it is but i think you got to pass on the and not even formal classes, but just the essence of your experience right. as a professional. Absolutely. Um, There's nothing nicer than being able to have a conversation with an artist at a show. Right. As opposed to them bent head over, doing <laughs> what they're supposed to be doing, which is drawing. But in turn, like, if I'm taking the time to converse with you, it's because you either are doing or have done something that has impressed me and has instilled the notion that I want to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. To shut me out in the point, the only point in time where I'll be able to actually fulfill that urge to talk to you, to say, hey, just so you know, you drawing X made me feel Y. The personability in the industry is also hills and hills and valleys. Oh yeah. Um, my experience with the, the faculty in this in this school is great. I've never had a bad experience yet Beautiful. where Good. someone is like, oh. You know, don't you know who I am? <laughs> like, even I always though, wanted to get to that point. <laughs> but see, what you don't understand is you could. You have a solid Archie job for 20 plus years. You you could be that guy. No. I could, I could not be that <laughs> but guy. You couldn't be because that's who you are. And that shows, you know, you're, you're, you're doing 
the Lord's work by <laughs> by passing off that 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 knowledge. Now, when it comes to your your craft, what you actually your, your physical Archie drawing and whatnot, is there a process? Is there something that you work your, your way through that works for you that may not work for that it's something that you can't teach? Yeah, you know that. Well, I mean that becomes that becomes a very personal thing. Okay. We all have to develop our own process mm -hmm. and whether it's uh, drawing at a, on a table of a certain angle or drawing with music on or, you know, everybody has their own particulars there. Gotcha. Um, and, you know, that, that's, that's also where the, the teaching and the example comes in. You know, I always, in my classes, I show students, this is how I do it. And this is how I get the results I'm happy with. And, you know, try it. You might like it. You might right. hate it. Uh, or you may take aspects of what I do and aspects of what another teacher does and what this other person, and you know, in the end, you're, you're going to come up with your own. Awesome. Is there any type of like equipment or or like what's your tools, your sack of weapons that you? Is there anything in particular that you find yourself going towards oh, every yeah. time? Yeah. Well, I I do just about everything with a, a .5 millimeter HP pencil, okay. a mechanical pencil, right. yeah. uh, and I use. Um, just to help out it in some places, uh, a cheap old yellow plastic paper mate disposable pencil. Ah, yeah, I, that, I, that one I've seen you repeatedly with. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, I tuck those behind my ear yeah. a lot. All the time. <laughs> it's there. It's, like, it's, it's very convenient. It. Yeah. It's like, if you don't have there. a pocket, you'll always have your ear. My ear is there. It's empty. Now, you have taught for. If I do the math correctly, 19 to 20 years, somewhere in About that, that yeah. in that range, and you've seen students come and go. Some go on to bigger, better. Some just fade into the background to live whatever life they choose. They're across the spectrum, all over the place. I'm yep. sure of it. Is there something for people who are coming in? Mm -hmm. The the range of students that you have seen are eventually going to start coming through the door again. Mm -hmm. Is there something that you feel that everybody coming to the school or coming into the field or trying to get into the field should know? Like those words of wisdom that you try to get into your classroom for those maybe that can't. Well, the main th when they're coming in, the main thing is just like we talked about before when I can be open. Come in, understand you don't know everything. Oh, well, I'm no. sorry. I disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're coming here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's okay. clearly something you don't know. Otherwise, you'd be out there. You're, yeah, you'd be out there. As but you're you're okay. coming here. You want information. You want to get to a certain point. We'll help you, but you gotta let us help you. You know, you, you gotta. It, it's like we're, we're gonna serve a banquet of food, but you gotta eat it. Oddly yeah. enough, accept the help that you're asking for by paying for tuition. I got exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're not here just to rent a $20,000 chair <laughs> for three years. Which is pretty much... <laughs> yes, yes. If you don't come in with that mindset, that openness, that is literally what you're doing. Yeah. So that doesn't even, like, for the, each year, you don't even change rooms from my understanding. Uh, no, you do. Okay. You do. <laughs> if you want, you can take that one chair with you. But... Awesome. I mean, it is relatively an expensive chair. Awesome. I mean, that's that's fantastic. Because really be open. Be open. open. That's, that's, a, that's a teacher's... Perspective. Because, you know, I, to go back to, to my experience here, yeah, I was a Batman fan and a Spider-Man fan when I came here, mm -hmm. but like I said before, I wanted to work. I just wanted to work. And uh, Archie was the one who came along and wanted to throw money at me. So I said, oh, oh, really? No! 
Don't throw money. I I'm holding out for Batman. No. <laughs> Give me a take Archie. Screw it. Draw Archie with a bat shirt on. I'm sure you can get away with it. <laughs> well, it was fantastic. I appreciate you taking the time to talk. Oh, when fun. is there any place that people can find you? Social media, like do you have sites or whatnot? Yes. FernandoRuizEveryBody.com. Okay. Wait a second. <laughs> what? FernandoRuizEveryBody.com? Or are you just telling everybody it's Fernando Ruiz? FernandoRuizEveryBody.com. <laughs> okay. Everybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and certainly look me up on Facebook because I'm all over Facebook. And I'm on Instagram too. Ooh, yes. doing the Instagram. And, it, and Tumblr. So I don't use that as much. Uh, you know, I started using, as I just logged literally just like four days ago, I started using Instagram. And I could, I had it, and I couldn't remember why I stopped using it. And it was because if you have stored images on your phone, mm -hmm. and you go to post them, they make you make it a square. Yes. And that yes. that upset me, and I didn't, I forgot. It's a little weird. It's a little weird, but they they also have these nice filters, <gasps> which can actually enhance things. Yes. <laughs> um, but I I found that uh, Instagram is good for a lot of quick. First, gotcha. You know, uh, the, the stuff just goes by, so it doesn't, you know, a picture you post today, uh, two years from now, nobody's going to click like on it, but... Um, you need to, just so you know, now, I'm going to go look <laughs> on your Instagram, find the other one, just like it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Give it that second burst of life. Start that, stir that pot one more time. All right, Fernando, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, this was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. Well, there you have it. I truly hope you enjoyed if you're interested in finding out more about Fernando, please check him out on all his social media output. Uh, all of that information will be located in our show notes. While you're doing that, you can also check us out on the social medias and, you know, places like Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. And if you get a chance, please go on to iTunes and subscribe. Even leave a five star review if you'd like. Mm -hmm. Well, with that being said, have a great one.